Warning. Hi, everybody. We got to work on hey. the levels, Brandon. <laughs> Should be coming in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Should know me by now that I am not one to turn down any sort of advice. So if you guys have it, please send it my way. I am slowly like bust, the, busting my eardrums. Uh, I got <laughs> my uh, list of uh, YouTube videos that I will be watching very soon. Um, but I'm just not there yet. What videos are you going to be watching? I'm just watching YouTube videos on how to, you know, improve uh, certain production things on the show, like the way it sounds and oh. flow and things like that. You know, make us make us more legit. Word. I'm about to look at videos. Make us sound more legit. I'm about to look at videos on how to like, <laughs> fix a car. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Running new skill, man. Yeah, no, I'm just cheap. Just I'm, just, money. No, I'm just cheap. Yeah, I'm just cheap. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, listen, that's, that's not being cheap. That's being resourceful, man. Times are different. Nah. Yeah, man. I just fucking dropped fifteen hundred fucking dollars on my car, and I'm just like, I should just get a fucking new one at this point. That's crazy. Cars mm-hmm. are costing more than what they were. Yeah, it's fucking America. A few months ago, I was I was paying like an extended warranty, like two hundred thirty dollars a month and shit. I mean, I stopped payment once like the whole quarantine shit started happening. But you know, because my car is a little my car is a little bit older, so I was like, you know, to like like find a level. I just you know I don't want to be in a position where my shit is broke down and I can't pay to get it fixed. Yeah. But you know, I'm that costs too much. Two hundred dollars a month is like another car note. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. you're right. You're you're, you're, ex- you are exactly right. But um. Yeah, that's just it. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's funny. Like I, I, you know, watching TV and shit, I keep seeing like uh, commercials for like you know just different things that are still you know surviving. So like you see like uh, the State Farm commercials, and they're like, oh, we know people aren't driving uh, as much, so we're like giving money back. And it's just like that's nice. That's a that's a nice gesture. Why don't you just stop taking people's money? And just give them like a freebie since nobody's fucking driving. They don't really necessarily need to pay for it. And they could probably save that money because they're probably not working. Well, my insurance company and like my cell phone like company, they gave me to like the end of like June to like make payments. So, I mean, I guess that's cool. So you still have to pay? I, I still have to pay. Yeah, I still have to pay. I still have to pay money, but like it's fine because I'm, cause I'm working. I'm still working. Like, so, you know what I'm saying? I could save up in the meantime and then like, and then, and even from then, after that point, I could still like pay in pieces. So it's, yeah. it's it's manageable. You know what I'm saying? I I can I can live with manageable. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just think I've been like just it's just weird how like it's it's still business as usual. Like the fact that there's still like uh, car commercials. Yeah. And they're like, and they all they all start with you know we're this is Ford we're Ford and and we're here for the community so if anyone needs a car to go fucking where I'm with you where I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you my, my insurance company um sent me back money 
last month and they sent me some they're going to send me some money this month because oh, couple, oh, less nice. people that's driving but not me yeah. i'm driving the same yeah <laughs> but they don't know that i think they this, this goes oh, to show you they can always send money back like they yeah. should do this every year that's what this is all showing me it's just wow. like 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 money is fickle like i mean it's always been fickle but it's just like this this is even, like what the fuck man this is like, even worse right <laughs> like this is like it's bananas this is like every question i've always asked about money like where does it come from like who's making it who has it like i know these are things that you probably learned on like school or rock or whatever uh and, listen you know, I, this is more solid than funny money like the crypto that you that you was like pondering about but just money in general like this isn't before the crypto like this has some backing of like a government usually like money has to have certain traits like yeah one people willing to die for that shit <laughs> that's like trait number one <laughs> like if somebody's willing to die for it it must be worth something you know and then it has to have some uh-huh. sort of backing and then the, then you or have- is it or it or is it if we're gonna go i've never seen nobody die for crypto <laughs> well not yet it's still new yo that's crazy you die for some <laughs> digital bits well, niggas, niggas are dying over face masks like is it that far-fetched is that absurd a face mask is essential yeah. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> save a life. That ladder isn't too, you know, those rungs aren't too far apart. I mean, we could get into that yeah. a little bit later because I, I want to talk more about that. I, w- I want to kind of unpack that because it's not that people are dying for face masks. People are dying because no, no, no. they don't want to wear the fucking face mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking jerk offs. <laughs> but yeah, no, money is fickle. Bad. I am with you with that 100%. Um, we was just talking before we went on air, like how they're, you know, the, the Democrats basically are thinking about, like, yo, we should try another stimulus bill. And that was talked about when they put out the first one, like, yo, this is not enough. Like, for most people, it just wasn't nothing. Like, if you had bills due and you was one of the 15% of the unemployment that wasn't working, like, yeah. what is 1500 really doing for you at that time? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you may knock out a few bills, but that's that's temporary. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't have a job. Yeah, what about yeah. next? yeah. So now they think about That's passing sample. three trillion. It's like, where does this money come from? Like you said, I've been asking that since the first stimulus. It was just like, wait, like this is this is people need, we need to be careful with this, man, because at some point we're gonna have to pay someone back, I guess. Yeah, they borrowed it against the government at like a zero percent interest rate because interest rates are so low now. So it's like the best time to do it. Like there is an economic, like, um, I guess, uh, theory behind it. Like, this is a great time to do it while the interest is low and the economy was actually stabilized. But I, I don't know what to think of it now. I mean, like, you're going to have to... It's always should be a safety net anyway. And, like, there's yeah. been talks of, like, should the government provide some sort of, you know, uh, income, uh, monthly income, like they do in, like, Alaska and certain countries every month to a fa- to families. Like, if you're married, you get X amount of dollars. If you're single, you get this amount. If you got kids, you should get this amount. Like, should the government start thinking about this now? Because things are going to change, and it's not going to go back. Yep. Like, we're not going back yeah, to I, what we I, used to. I've been telling people, and and that I don't think people are processing that. Like, we are not. Like, this is, like, like the only other time I can think where it was, like, things changed in, that, in a moment where, like, I think everyone realizes, like, 9-11. Like, 9-11 happened, and immediately was like, okay, we're in a whole new world now. Yeah, whole new world. Yeah, you can't smoke an airplane no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think and that happened like in the eighties. 
<laughs> Wait, what? Smoking on airplanes. <laughs> I'm glad we're getting. I'm glad we're uh, we're we're moving on past the '80s. That whole uh, yeah, we was really toxic back then. He was doing that yeah. mission, the first Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> 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 Fucking Tom Cruise. The smoking Cruise. in public places is crazy. Yeah, can yeah. you think about that? Like, you used to be able to go to bars and people would just light a cigarette right next to you. Yeah. You used to be able to go to McDonald's and fucking smoke a cigarette. You remember, like, the, the, you, remember, you remember, like, the old talk shows back in the day? Like, when you, yeah. you do interviews, niggas would just pull a cigarette out on the couch and shit. Like, it was nothing. I'm pretty sure I've seen Whitney Houston do that. Right. <laughs> like, like mid interview, just pull out a cigarette. But yeah, you know? you're right. I don't like even once this past say we all get our vaccines or whatever, and like this curve is flattened. Like I don't see myself just casually just dapping niggas up. I don't even see myself casually touching friends. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I think is the handshake done? Yeah. Um, it's essentially it's, done. It's, I haven't for, shaken for, hands with with a person in over three months. Right. Yeah, it's or been elbows. It's, just, it's been elbows or, you know, patting a shoulder. That's like the closest. What's the last, who's the last person you actually had contact with that is not a family member, even a close family member? Because there's family members I haven't touched. <laughs> it's it's uh, funny. It's funny that you say that. I was at work and this was like last week and it was an older customer too. And, like, you know, I'm in their house. They're showing me around, you know, so I can do my job. And, like, we're in the basement. We're about to walk back upstairs. She said, wait, hold on one second. And she looks in this room, and I guess she's seen, like, a bug or some shit like that. And she tried to reach down to grab, like, her slippers so she could kill it. She didn't say anything. She's like, wait, wait. And she tried, but like I said, she was older. And I was, like, kind of standing, like, you know, next to her. Not too close to her, but close enough. Where, like I said, she was trying to reach down and grab her slipper, and she to to, to keep her balance, she grabbed on my arm, and I'm like, "What? What the fuck?" I, I pulled <laughs> my nervous. arm back. I pulled my arm back, and she like grabbed the wall to, like I said, to keep her balance. And I was like, "Ma'am, you can't do that. You bug it." She said, like, oh, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And then like later, she gave me like a fucking like a like a um sanitizer wipe to like wipe my arm and shit. And before you I like, see how crazy before, that is. Yeah, and before like, I, I mean, you, she gave me like a twenty. She gave me like a twenty dollars tip before I left, but still, though, just like the, the audacity, like really, like bitch, you have the news. Like, <laughs> I think I think that's what's going to be um, difficult for people to be comfortable and it being like a second nature to avoid wanting to like get in within some. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we we have to like I guess start retraining how we move and like outside of our homes. Yeah. Like I think we need to maybe take an extra thought with everything we touch. I'm not saying like, and I also want to talk about too, like some of like the downsides of like this, like hyper vigilant, like let's hand sanitize everything and wipe everything down with like, you know, antibacterial shit. Cause I, I think they're, there's going to be some like negative repercussions from taking all these extra precautions. If that makes sense. I see where you're going, but I'll continue. Um, damn, I had a good thought going in. Would this be like a new, <laughs> would this be like, a, I'm saying, were you headed down like this being like a new form of prejudice? No, oh. um, no, I'm not, even, I'm not thinking that far. No, it's, it's going to be like 9-11 where that just kind of, 
everybody's hyper vigilant all the time about yeah, certain yeah. people. And yes, Paul's right. It could be a new president, uh, prejudice, you know, like how you said, like, remember last month we were talking about like the Asians, like not opening up their restaurants. Do we lose oh, faith? Bro, oh, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about that. <laughs> Do we I, lose faith bro, in them? Like permanently? Bro. All right, yo. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. like people are still afraid of Muslims. Yeah. And people yeah. that wear head wraps or Middle Eastern descent. Like, do we get upset at, like, Asians or, like, people caught, like, so the, the prejudice part would be not a person, per se, but a behavior. So, like, people coughing in public, are you, like, a person that just, like, walk away right, really fast? Like, you're, right. you're in the aisle, like, you at Target, and you're in the toys aisle with your kid. And at the other end, another kid and his mom, well, the kid just starts coughing, like, goes to a coughing spell. Do you leave the aisle? Right. Do you like, 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 say you're on a date with somebody and like, you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, excuse me. They just cough in their arm real quick. Like, do you leave the date? These are questions people are going to have to start asking. Yeah. That's what like, I'm saying. Or like, you go on a new date, you on, you on Tinder, you looking for some, for some chummy, a little chimichanga. Right. And you find a little Tinderoni. And how do you greet that person? Like, you want some chimichanga, but like, do you like go in for the hug or like you elbow? Like it's awkward. Like these first dates are gonna be crazy. <laughs> and like, how do we do the whole club thing? Like yeah. it was bad enough. Me too came and we already had that. The, the club was already dying. I yeah, it was dying. dying. It was just about dead. It was just this it's kills just, it. Bars I think COVID this kills knife flight. Bars will be bar, bars will still be a thing. Clubs. I promise you that. I don't know about clubs, but bars will still be a thing. Bars will be a thing because bars have a different vibe. But clubs, yeah. Yeah. this killed clubs. This this basically. COVID shut down clubs. Yeah. Like, there's no there's no reason to go. Like, it was already no reason to go because people stopped dancing. And, like, pretty much the pre-Me Too killed that. Because it was, like, it's rude to, like, go up to a girl and just start dancing behind her for no reason. Yeah. Uninvited. So that was already, like, Bro, I, a flag. This is just, like, you can't even touch people. Yeah. Like, it's going it to be so... Listen, it's gonna be so consensual. We're about to we're about to go from shit just being wild and and people just fucking all over the place and going to fucking pound town left and right <laughs> to where now everything is gonna be fucking consensual and it's gonna be a conversation, a long ass conversation before boots start hitting because motherfuckers are gonna have like background questions, like screener questions. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be like, like a whole ad. Medical histories, like, do you have asthma? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when was the last shot you had? You remember, right. like, people would, like, basically lie about getting a flu shot and would never get it and not wear a mask, like, especially you work at healthcare. So if you work in a, a hospital facility, if you don't get the flu shot, you are pretty much um, obligated. Man it's mandatory to wear a mask. But because of HIPAA, they really couldn't check to see if you got the flu or not, flu shot or not. So people would just lie. I'm like, yo, I got the flu shot. Just so they wouldn't have to wear a mask. Now people are literally fighting for masks and yes. healthcare system. Like people, rather like if you don't wear a mask, they're looking at you funny. Like there's times I left my office just to go to the break room and I got my mask on, and people are like, "Yo, yo, where's your mask?" Like freaking out. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is the new norm. Mm -hmm. And it's so uncomfortable to wear a mask 80 percent of the day. Uh, yeah, I have to wear it a hundred percent of the day, and then like you know, say I mean I'm a person who brush my teeth. I I like I like I keep gum on me and shit. You wow, know what I'm saying? But like, brush your teeth. you know what I'm saying? Like I brush. Let me say, but like at, at, like at certain points, you know, you just have like that that like that ball of breath that just comes that just stay coming back to you and shit. And like it's for it, I mean it's quite unbearable. But like you know, I gotta do what I gotta do, man. Like 
Like I'm, I'd be like right in the fucking dead zones. <laughs> yeah, well, we just learned this episode. Paul brushes his teeth. No, I'm just to say, like that's what I'm saying. Like I, like I brush my teeth. I try to keep my breath fresh because, like you know, what I'm saying like as a day go by and shit. Like I said, your breath is coming right back to you. And shit. I, I wear my mask all fucking day just because of the areas I be working in the shit. And you're right. It is. It, I mean, it is quite. It's quite frustrating after a while. Well, essential workers. Essential workers. Yeah, which is, as Tom was trying to say, not a thing anymore. I mean, I feel it. (laughs) I don't feel quite, I don't feel so special no more. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm a, no, no, I mean, but like, just like, just the other day though, like, you know, this is the first time I felt special in a minute though. I was at work and like a guy just stopped in the street. He goes, thank you. I just want to say thank you. I said, oh. Okay, thanks. Like that was a like that was my first like quote unquote thank you as an essential worker. <laughs> How'd you feel? You said what? How'd you feel? Oh, I felt awesome. I went straight to Twitter and started talking about how how important I am. Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing says important like going to Twitter and firing off about three or four Facts. tweets. Facts. <laughs> Look what I did. Yep. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's a lot of people that do that stupid shit. Trust me. It's not even Twitter. It's it's more Facebook. Do people get that shit off? Yeah. Then then they do Twitter and I'm, maybe Instagram. A little post, you know, a little a little story to let you know that. Wait, going on, going on and posting uh, like like posting about shit. Like I've done something this week. Yeah. All right. I want I want to talk about which that I'm not I mad like... at no more. I used to be like really like damn nigga nobody cares, but now because we're quarantined, I actually will see somebody do something. Mm-hmm. All right, see, because I, you know, I was thinking, I'm just like, yo, like, I feel like we, we like never talk about like our accomplishments that much. Like, we all do like pretty dope shit. Okay. And I, and I, but I always feel like torn where I'm just like, yo, it's corny to do that. What well, to does talk? That, does that mean that, like, talk? yeah, to like talk about like the shit that you do? What? Like, the- like me, like. Yeah. You know so what I mean? Like I feel. Like- it depends on who you who you who you're trying to impress. Like you know, what I'm saying I don't care about like impressing everybody else. Like you know, what I'm saying I only do the only people who, like word who actually means something to me. It's just y'all. Like you know, what I'm saying my friends. You know, what I'm saying I'm I'm fine with that. So you know, what I'm saying I'm not the person who's constantly looking for some sort of validation from people I really yeah. I, I really don't know or don't have any real correspondence with. You know, what I'm saying that part is corny. Like I, I tend to think that no one gives a fuck about anything that I'm doing. That's not true. So, like, I don't need... To. Yeah, that's... No, I know, but I'm just saying, I just, like, I'm just, like, because most of the time, like, I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? So, it's just, like, I don't feel like I, like, need to put stuff out, but then it's, like, maybe I should, but then I'm all, then I feel like, not like, that's, like, I don't know, like, it's just, like, I don't know, like, you're being, like, arrogant. I don't know, like, I feel like I'm being arrogant in doing that. It's weird. It's complex, man. Uh, I mean, I, like, I, I think it just depends on the person. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, like, like I said, when, like, when you, like, when you did the thing for my birthday last year, you know what I'm saying? Like, you was like, oh, Paul, you're turning 30. You know what I'm saying? It, like, that wasn't a big deal to me. For a lot of people, they would make that a big deal, but I looked at it as like, you know, I'm just, it's just my birthday and it's just another number. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, you know, like, that's something that was like, it, like, you know, not really a big deal to me. But like I said, it's, I think it just deals mainly with, it has, it's just, it's just mainly, you know, it's person to person. Fair enough. 
I hear Fair you. enough. I, I, I mean, I, I guess I could hear what Paul's saying. I could agree with that. I also think, like, maybe I'm a little too hard of a critic on myself. I always think, like, the shit that I do, like, I, I kind of, like, have a little bit of that Brandon thought. Like, I just don't think people give a shit. You know? Yeah. Like, and, like, and, and... I'm sorry. I, I was just saying, like, I, I just think that people don't care enough to, like, I think people want to know because they're nosy, not that they want to know because they're just, like, genuinely maybe happy for you or interested in what you're doing because i think they would just reach out and be like yo what's up you know so it's yeah. just like me putting it out is like asking for attention and then i'm not in by i guess by my own personal characterization i'm not a person that needs attention you know right. i don't need validation like that to like get through my day like i'm fine with it like i'm a person that'll do shit at work like i'm always good with behind the scenes being a behind the scenes guy to get shit done. Like the people that yeah. need to know what I do, know what I need to, you know, know that. And I'm good with See, that. Think, and maybe I that's think, why I, I tend I to be kind of attracted to those type of people in like entertainment. Like I'm more impressed by the executive. Like I'm the person that's still like me, you know, and that's why I love title. I'm the person that still checks credits all the time. Like all the time. Yeah. Like, I, I do that to this day. Like I do it almost every day. Anything I'm listening to, anything I'm doing. Um, that's why people that inspire me are people like, Bill Simmons, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want, I like the movers, the movers and shakers that get shit done, that do more than most people, and all they know him for is, like, something surface. Somebody be like, oh, Bill Simmons, he's just a podcast host, and not know that this guy is, like, fucking extraordinaire, you know, 30 for 30s and documentaries yeah. and whole, you know, um, you know, media, you know, companies and shit like that. Um, and I'm just using it for example because it's relevant to what we do. Um, but there's a ton of people like that that I'm more interested in and how they move. I kind of mimic myself like that. It's like they don't need to brag about shit they do every day because it's like regular, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm, um, it, it's interesting because, like, I, I started reading uh, or listening to uh, 50 Cent's new book, mm-hmm. uh, um, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. Uh-huh. And... It's, I mean, it's, it's definitely, listen, 50, you know, 50 Cent is a fucking character. He's definitely going to go down as, like, one of the greatest. Um, and what, I'm not sure. Like, villain. Uh, but villain. Anti, anti-heroes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, his his mentality, like, he talks about how it's just, like, you know, you know, if there was something he wanted, he just, like, you know, he just went out and did it. And he put himself in a situation where it was just like, you know, it was all on him. And he never was like, he never felt like he was ever caught off guard because he felt like he was in this, in, he was in control of every situation that he was in. Especially when he got to like the music business and shit, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, and it's kind of like, you know, obviously, you know, knowing him, but like kind of listening to his story, watching the Jordan documentary and like you seeing like all these like kind of commonalities and these traits where it's just like these people are just moving towards what they you know they feel like they're driven towards you know it's almost like it's uh like just instinctual sort of thing right like it's not even mm-hmm. like any thought involved it's just like this is what i'm supposed to do yeah they, um, yeah, they don't let 
people talk them out of what they're doing. That's the reason why I like. That's the reason why I go and, like to go back a little bit about like that validation thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, there's very few people like like I said. It's just mainly y'all. That if it's anybody, only because I highly respect y'all and I and you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I admire y'all. You know what I'm saying? So if anything, it's just it's just you guys like my moms. That's about it. If I as long as I make sure that you guys are happy with the things I'm doing, I don't I don't give a fuck about what anybody else or people I don't know or how they feel how I'm doing things. You know what I'm saying? As long as I know I'm doing the right thing and that you guys approve, you know what I'm saying? But like getting back to 50 and Jordan, that is what makes them cool is that, you know, they do, they, they do things cause you know, they do things, they play their own games, you know what I'm saying? Like they play their own game. They don't let, they don't let anybody talk them out of the things they want to do. Yeah, that shit. Uh, yeah. I just, I don't know. That shit just like resonates with me, man. And I feel like it resonates with like the shit that we do. Like, I don't know, like just you know, like kind of just like the last couple of days, just oh, because but you know, just just to, just to put this out there, uh, I definitely had a break last week, uh, where like I lost my shit for like an hour, um, but I was able to like gather it all back together. Um, but it gave me time to just kind of just reflect, um, and just think about like some of the like the dope shit that we've done uh-huh. in like our short time together, and it's just like yeah, like everything that we did when it came at least to this podcast, like we wanted to do it and we went and did it. Yeah. And it just like, and it, it like, it tickles me that like, we're not even like, listen, I, I'm not going to speak for you guys, but I feel like I'm not as committed as like, as I would like to be like, like throughout the time that we've done this, just in regards to like, really like us, like sitting down, you know what I mean? But like, we've been able to do it on like kind of, half-assness to to some degree and it's just like i mean yeah but it's like yeah but it's like justifiable half-assness i mean we're, we're all like we're yeah all that's what i'm saying like yeah, that's, that's, it's, see to me to me I, to me i feel like it, it's always been organic and i feel like most of the time i'm always trying to force things but you guys have always like been like no like, let's just do shit like we're gonna do this but let's do it in like a natural way, in a way that like makes sense. Yeah, or yeah, it's just in, inconvenient at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. So it's just I don't know. It's just it's you know, and it's just really just like I don't know something about what's going on right now. It's just like. Yeah, I mean, like, like you were saying we, uh, last night, um, it's the perfect time to do other things or to try other things and to experiment because things going forward is going to be different. So it's the perfect time to say, Hey, we don't really have to go back to doing this because that's the status quo. It's like, maybe we could shake shit up. Maybe you could put it out differently. I mean, like me and Paul was just talking before um, the episode. And it's just like, I always tell people like, and I don't be joking. They'd be thinking like, Oh, it's just a running gag. Now I really like, like how OnlyFans as a business is set up. I mean, it's like, giving people opportunity to have their own platform. Only it's a bad rap. Well, because it's like, it's like the dark, no, because people always like look at, so it's two ways to look at sex. You either accept it and embrace it, or it's but, something but that should about, be kind of. Oh, I'm talking about OnlyFans as a brand. It's so much more than just this one thing. And that's but what yeah. people are starting to figure out. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it gets a bad rap because it really is, it's more than just that like, selling it's ass just yeah like it's a whole platform where artists like make money like yeah but yeah, yeah it's but, a great platform because of that yeah 
I mean, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad rap. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just you know that's just what it's known for, and I think that's just fine. You know what I'm saying? It's, it was like the same thing like when uh when like Fashion Nova started popping off. Niggas, a lot of people didn't hear about the shit until Cardi B started rapping about it, and all of a sudden, before you knew it, you know, I mean, it's always been around. Like white ladies was wearing Fashion Nova, but before you know it, it became like a black brand, like the female Fubu. You know what I'm saying? These these things happen. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think that necessarily makes it like you know a negative thing. Yeah, I mean, you people make tens of thousands of dollars out of OnlyFans. Tens yeah. of thousands. You know what I'm saying? Even if you make, let's say, 1500 and you just sitting at home, you know, making a few videos for people that genuinely like you because they're invested in you. Those are the people that you're catering to. Like, who gives a damn? Like, this is one of the best platforms. You, you're able to cater to the people that genuinely fuck with you in a private way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's what's wrong with that? It's better than Instagram. I mean, people was like, it's, it's the new Instagram model. You knock at Instagram models because they're posted ads of them wearing uh, Fashion Nova or, you know, basically showing up, what is it, flat flat tea tummy or flat green tea tummy or some shit like that. I forgot. Which yeah, tummy tea. Arranged the word. Yeah. Yeah, flat tummy tea. And they were bashing them. And it's just like, what are you mad at? You know, they're getting money. Like I never bashed them. I never bashed those people because it's like, how do you get mad at somebody that's using their platform, the eyes that people? So if you got ten thousand people that's hitting your your page up every day and you're not finding a way to monetize that, then that's on you. Like they they're selling ad on something yeah. that they might they they probably don't even take that shit. Right. I I think it's also hypocritical of the person who's criticizing that person because they're involved in that in environment like they're they're part of that problem that they feel is, is happening yeah because they support somebody else that does it yeah, i just so don't like just... a certain person that does it you know you know where i see this going though like you know what I'm saying like this could this, i don't know if this could cause a problem for like you know others like apple or like spotify or any place where you can listen to podcasts but what if a podcast decide like hey i'm not gonna take advertisers no more. I mean, they can still, or they could probably still take advertisers. Paul, stop what you're about to say. Paul, stop what you're about to say. You said stop what? Stop what you're about to say. You said what? Stop what you're about to say. Because oh. I was, I was oh. thinking that and I was talk offline? <laughs> I just yeah. don't, well, because those people don't make, well, first, first of all, like, certain, so Apple and, like, Google and some other apps are not they don't make money off the actual podcast. So, like, Apple doesn't care. Because Apple, like, App, nobody's never paid Apple. Right. The, the post podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, Apple is just basically a directory. Like, you, you're you basically sending them a feed, and they're just collecting it, basically like a virtual phone book, and putting it out for people to, act, you know, um, access that phone feed. So that's how podcasts work. I think people miss categorize how it's actually done like what like you've never heard apple said yo we made billions of dollars off a of podcast like they don't make money off a of podcast people make money off podcast how you make money off a of podcast is the same way you make money off of instagram you're monetizing the eyes or the, the viewership or the listeners so that's why you hear podcasts with ads in it whether it's at the beginning or whether it's a sponsor in the middle or whatever they're basically saying listen i got eighty thousand people that listen to my podcast every week. I do three podcasts a week. I think my worth is whatever number you want to put on it. You know what I'm saying? Like your worth is your worth. So if you go into like State Farm or something, you like, yo, 
I got 80,000 listeners. They make between 30,000, 50,000, you know what I'm saying? Or 50,000 to 100,000. I think they're worth 20,000 an episode. Then that's what it's worth. Where you have people messed up is people that kind of go to content providers. Then they, so you, so how people mess up is they go through another medium. So you, now you put a wedge of gap between, first of all, you had the podcast. So it's like, yo, it's my podcast. I'm gonna just put it out there. I deal with the advertisers, but you don't know how to get advertisers. This is where you mess up because you go to a middleman or another um, studio or whatever. So you may go to somebody like, yeah, they basically get in the middle. So they, (laughs) yeah, they, they, they become the middleman. They like, yo, I'll help you get ad revenue. But now they're taking a piece of it, you know, because they're counting your eyes. Now there's just like, oh, you get 50,000 viewers. We get a hundred thousand viewers. I think we're good for 20. And it's like, yeah, but your viewers suck. Your viewers don't make money. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's viewers is different. I I know for a fact that the people who listen to uh, Joe Button podcast is not the same people that's listening to the New York Times podcast. Right. Like Joe Button can say, yo, I have 2 million listeners a week. And they'd be like, yeah, but you're not going to get New York Times money because the people that listen to my podcast make six figures. The people that listen to Joe Button podcast... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they unfortunately they they're not in the same tax bracket and that's that's how it works i'm telling you that's how it works and he's probably like yo you can't tell me what my worth is and he'd be like yeah we can because why would i sponsor your podcast when i know the people who's listening can't you know indulge in the product i'm selling it's an evil world we live in <laughs> and, but that's how it works and that's why somebody like bill simmons could say yo i'm worth 400 million because the people that listen to his podcast is much different than the people that listen to you know, somebody else's podcast that you got to know your viewers. And that's why it's important to collect that data. That's why data is important. That's why. And that's why I said people mess up when they go to Spotify and they think, and they, they crack it down on some deal, but Spotify is becoming that person. They they becoming a monster because they're just like, we have all the data. You don't have it. And they're not going to give you that data. That's that's stupid. I, I don't, I guarantee you, they're not giving that data. No, they may tell you to your numbers. They might be like, yo, you got 3 million listeners this week and you're just like, yo, we killing it. But they ain't going to tell you the demographics because that's that's where the money is. That's how they're going to value you. Yeah, that's the leverage. Yeah. Yeah. It's an evil world, right, Brandon? <laughs> it's an evil world we live in. Gotta watch the numbers. I saw your I saw your text, but yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I thought that was just an interesting thought. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if, if, you're, if you're talking about like you know, self-sufficiency. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I don't see no problem with it. I'm going there and do foot jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Crack down, corner, corner the market. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. No, there isn't nothing wrong. It's only one porn star I know that that does that. The rest of all, like, does what? Like foot jobs. But I don't even think she does like porn anymore. It's like old videos I see. <laughs> Repurposing content, man. Anyway, um, let's so get on to your questions. <laughs> we should ask for people to submit questions, right? That's what we need yeah, to we, do. We uh, need like a separate podcast where we just they, answer they, fucking questions. Get that email, that email out there. The Hunt for Debate at Gmail. Yeah, and we do one. Like a grab bag once a week or something, <laughs> like, right. a mail, like, like a mailbag. Like 
I like that. I would too. I would like to ask, answer some of my South Korean list, listeners. I'm pretty sure they have some <laughs> burning questions. <laughs> oh shit! Um, so let's get on to the shits. So this week, um, not much going on in the world. Quarantine has really cut down our business on cracking jokes on people that are doing stupid shit, and that hurts. You know, because there's uh-huh. nothing funnier than cracking down on people doing stupid shit. But we right. do have one good person that did some stupid shit. Him and his wife, Earl Thomas. Mm. Strong safety, Baltimore Ravens, Super Bowl winner, yeah. defensive player of the year type shit. Is it stupid or is it phenomenal stupid? player? Is it is it stupid? Is it being stupid or being sloppy? Um, a little bit of both. Yeah, a little okay. bit of both. So my thing is. So, I mean, we definitely get into this after. So I'll just lay it out for those that don't know. I'm sure everybody knows at this time. So basically, he calls up TMZ. So I guess it started because he calls up TMZ like, yo, you're going to get a video. It's all good. Me and my wife, we back on good terms. Don't worry (laughs) about the video. You can disregard everything. So nobody even knew the story. The story. He tried to get in front of his own story. No PR, no nothing. (laughs) <laughs> like the nigga <laughs> called himself. Like that was the first mistake. So you know, T- yeah, it definitely. So TMZ being TMZ, they're like, oh shit, this nigga snitched on himself. Let's go find out. That's so, a fuck. That is a fuck nigga move. A, a fuck nigga would do that shit. Like, like hit up his girl. Like, hey, listen, baby. In the next few days, you might hear some shit. Don't listen to it. It's full of shit. Like you know, saying like, yo, dis- disable your Facebook. Don't believe any of it. <laughs> oh, bullshit. That's, that's a classic fuck nigga move. <laughs> yeah, he tried to think he was going to get ahead of the story on TMZ. Like, TMZ ain't TMZ. about these jokes. TMZ is all about the jokes. <laughs> and bullshit. So anyway, so they basically get the backstory. I don't know if they got the video. To this day, nobody's seen the video. Because he was like, yo, it's a video, blah, blah, blah. So they get the story. So we went we rewind to the beginning. So basically... Earl Thomas, he's, you know, it's all season, no football, really. I mean, even though football technically doesn't start, but there's, like, OTAs, a lot of camps and stuff. But there's no, really none of that going on because of COVID. He lives in Texas. He's at home. He's just drinking a lot. So I guess his, his wife gets upset because he's drinking a lot. And she was like, yo, you're getting drunk all the time. You, you know, you, you, you out here drinking, blah, blah, blah. She don't like that. So the nigga gets mad. He texts his brother, like, yo, scoop me. So his brother comes by, scoops him up, picks him up. Um, I don't know. I forgot his name. I don't, whatever. So his, his brother picks him up. They bop. They leave. So she don't know where he went. This is like three in the morning. She's freaking out because she can't get in contact with him. He left earlier in the day. He's been drinking. Uh-huh. She don't know what's up with him. She can't contact. So what she does is she logs into his social media accounts. One of the accounts she gets into was his Snapchat. So the story that's going around is like she used his snap and seen his snaps. No, she logged into his actual account. So the fact that uh. your wife has access to your accounts, and I mean, I understand relationships, but like certain accounts, if you know you're getting down like that, you know, you yeah, probably should funny. like have a harder password or something like that. Yeah. You know, like, or just don't let them know that you have that account or something. So she gets into his account. She sees snaps and his geotags on He's basically at an Airbnb getting in with his brother with some hoes. <laughs> so what she does, Back again. she basically geotags the area, finds out where he's at, 
she's super, you know, you know how women are when they scorn and they upset. They're going to be, they're going to play uh super inspector uh, gadget detective. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to find out. They're going to pull all sides. Yeah. So wish like Holmes and the bitch. Yeah, basically. So she calls up her sister-in-law, which is the wife of the brother, and some other homegirls. And mind you, like I told you, this was like three in the morning. And like so I always tell y'all, round up. You always you gotta go have everybody has people that ride or dies that are just yeah. like, yo, if you call them right now, they're down for the shit. They're down for the shit. They like wait for that shit. Right. They just say no more. You know what I'm saying? Get, she had those friends that was like, <laughs> yeah, she had a couple friends that was like, say no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're going to ride on this nigga right now. So they basically come over. They scoop her. Before she leaves, she double backs and was like, yo, let me get the gat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So the wife goes back, grabs the Beretta. She takes the clip out, but she never checked the chamber. Mm. She just drops the clip. So there's one in the chamber. That's, drives that's, over to the, the Airbnb, breaks into the house. Basically, they don't, so we don't know this part. We don't know if they were in the same room or they was in separate rooms. But then we know there was multiple girls and him and the brother was going to pound town. So she busts in. Uh-oh. <laughs> they, hold, they hold the brother knife point, the girls wow. that are about hey, it. <laughs> The girls that are about it, they hold the brother knife point. She points the gun at Earl's head, not knowing there's one in the chamber. The hoes are screaming. <laughs> Earl manages to wrestle the gun out of her hand, drunk and not naked, wrestles the gun out of her hand. <laughs> the girls with the knives end up chasing them outside. And this is when they call the police because he's outside. So meanwhile, one of the homegirls is recording all of this. That's the video that I guess oh the police has that I guess at some point TMZ is going to get that video. Yeah. Somebody's going to leak that. They got that over him. They got that. Wow. That's, that's easily a $100,000 video. It's just not going to stay hidden for long. Nah, that's, that yeah. video is better than that. And like, that's got to be, like be and, and like now, like there's going to be beef between homeboy's wife and that girl who took the video because she's going to want more money. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, you're right about that. Like, like this is gonna spiral, man. Yo, I, all right, I'm not okay. So they come and the police to... come early in the morning, lock up the wife. Don't lock up Earl. Earl tries to get in front of this a couple days later after you know shit starts leaking as she was locked up, mugshots released, blah blah blah. What happened? So there's a lot to think about with this, other than the jokes. It's like why. Aren't people like yo more so like if this was reverse? Oh, it'd be yeah. It would be this nigga's abusive. Yeah, this nigga's dangerous. I mean, they they essentially went in. It was like, domestic. It's I, domestic I, violence. It, it, Let's yeah. just call a spade a spade. I mean, like they filed the, a restraining order on her. Right. And then is it true that she bought him a chain? Yeah, afterwards? well, like his picture of his kids or some shit. Yeah, that's her and her kids. Her and the kids, like, yo, we your family forever. <laughs> Basically, pull, she pulled a reverse Kobe after she fucked up. Yeah, nobody, ever, nobody, nobody ever talks about what Lionel Richie went through. 
<laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, his wife beat the hell out of him. Right. <laughs> but this is the, this is this, this is a form of domestic violence. Yeah. People still have I mean, people still haven't apologized to Johnny Depp. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. Like you know, the, the entire time we this, for for like years, it the narrative was he was the abuser until it came out and like that she was the one throwing lamps and fucking him up and all this other shit. Like nobody he's still we still waiting on his apology. We still need the next Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean, <laughs> which got canceled because niggas couldn't trust him. You know what I mean? Well, he was right. spending money like there was it was no tomorrow. No, he they, he was well, he was wilding out. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna come clean, right? So normally I am I'm I'm most of the time always on the side of 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 the of the female when it comes to these sort of yeah, you know, me too, right? me too. I just you know, what's um, right is right though. Um, but not okay, not discussing what happened in that Airbnb, right? I want to talk about what happened prior to him leaving the house because I think that's where the real conversation is. This man, who, like you said, Tone, is used to the OTAs, sure, used to a lifestyle, um, for all extensive purposes, has been forced to um, live with his wife for uns amounts of, of time. And I really wonder if he might have had a break and his brother was just like, yo, I know what you need. You need some pussy. And my man just like had a snap and just like just went off the grid. Not making excuses. Not making excuses. Niggas do that. They'll head out, they'll just turn their phone off, you know. know? Yeah, but was he gone for like days? Did I hear that? Is that true? You said what? Was how long was he gone for? Was it like like hours? It was was hours? (laughs) It was hours. Like that man alone. The story I heard earlier was days, and that's what made me like wonder if that's what like because to go away for day like to be missed gone for days like immediately I started thinking about the Jordan shit. And I was just like, man, what was he up to in those hours? But then I just I was like, maybe he just fucking snapped and had to go and unleash the dragon somewhere else. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of dragons, we have somebody coming in soon. They just hit me up. What up, Doc? Hey! Hi. We just called you Dragon Bear, bro. Hello. (laughs) So what's going on, Doc? You just missed our good storytelling. I was summoned. Yeah. You were summoned? Oh, shit. That's not how we operate here, Paul. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for the heads up. I I was told no. Go. They got in like get naked. I asked them hours That's ago. Really I weird. told them the time. They didn't. They waited to the like because I hit them up at eight o'clock. It's like, yo, are you guys kept tapping in? They both said no. You know what I'm saying? It was. It wasn't until I told them that we were going to be talking about insecure where they was like, all right, fuck that. We we got to defend our girl. Yeah. No, we can get. Uh, you're, I mean, you have to kind of explain. No, I'll let you say. Go ahead. What's your beef? What's your, what's your beef with Molly? So Molly is wrong. She's what? Okay, because so pretty she... much. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. let's take it back. Yeah. First episode of season one, they literally kick off the season by Issa announcing that her and Molly are beefing, right? So fast. 
Hold on one second. Give me a second. Y'all, y'all go ahead and talk. My, somebody's <laughs> at my door. This guy, man. Who is the police? I mean, who else visits them at night? Ever. So, I guess we where he he leave off at. But why is she wrong? Like, so at the beginning of the season, there was some tension building up over the last five episodes uh, between two best friends, I guess. You know, things is probably coming ahead. They're going two different directions. You know, Molly's kind of getting into a relationship. She got a groove at, at work. She was kind of fumbling at work, but now she found the groove and she's doing her thing, kind of kicking it off with this Andrew character. Um, and she's been struggling with boyfriends since the end of the show. Yeah. And then you have um, Issa, who finally seems okay with finally getting over Lawrence. And it's like, yeah, there was some kind of like mishaps of seeing him. But for the most part, she looks like, all right, I, I'm handling my shit. I'm fine with wherever I'm at in my relationship. She got the little side thing with the TSA dude, little fat dude going to pound town. Um, and she got the, what, the block party going on. And she's kind of been focused on that. So they kind of been drifting. And there's this animosity, like based on like, I don't know if Molly likes Issa doing her thing. I think she likes the fact that she's like always needs help. And it's like, there's this fuck up part of about her. We, Cause she always brings it up anytime they about? argue. It's like, well, you a fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, I, somebody was at my door. I'm sorry, go ahead. Giving the backstory <laughs> that you didn't give. You said what? No, it was actually my, it was actually my, uh, my, the, Ooh, the my supervisor, my suit, the apartment suit. The super, the super. Yeah, no, just continue. <laughs> continue. Um, so season five, you kind of seen it was coming. I mean, or episode five. At the end of the episode, they come to basically almost blows over the fact that Issa kind of went behind her back. I wouldn't say behind her back, but no, she, she kind of just kept she going. She forward. definitely went behind but, her back. That, and that's and that's. Well, she kind of gave her a heads up that she wanted to ask him, and no. I guess she, she was like, "Nah, you know, I don't want to ask him." But she went and asked him anyway. No, she, no, she, yeah, she, she asked, asked Molly. Molly said, I'm gonna listen. I thought so she, she didn't ask him. She asked someone else. No, she did it. No, she did it. Molly, she, Molly said, she no. asked, Molly I asked, she asked Molly asked not being involved. Okay, I said something to find a way for not involve Molly back, even though she said no. Can I say? Yes. It can is. I say something? Go ahead, I'm sorry. All right, go, go, go. So just not like really. Tamara said, she said that Molly said she did not want to be involved. That is the key note right there. She said, she, she said, she, yeah. Okay, can I, can I speak though? I'm going to leave if y'all don't let me speak. I'm serious. I mean, listen, we always need one in episode. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so Tamara said that Molly said she did not want to be involved. Issa went a route that did not involve Molly, which I can see where Molly could have felt betrayed because you're going a, a different route to ask her man for help. But I mean, if you really think about it, she didn't involve Molly, so she didn't feel like it was a big deal. Can I say something? Sure, go ahead. All right. No, let me say something. I was all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. No, I want to say something. And she's really going to set up her friend to fail over some stupid rule, some stupid mess she made up. 
Can I, it wasn't like she I asked her to help. Oh, I need a ride to work. Like she asked her for a legit favor for something. So his her whole event went through. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh man, go. Here's here's, said, here's the thing. Right. I'm glad that I did this before I before we before we started this. I went back and watched episode one of of the new season, right? And people talk about like the whole thing is like the main issue is communication. I think the mo- the whole thing. The, I think the main thing really is respect. And I was telling you guys this earlier. I think it's a point that's becoming clear that Issa doesn't really respect Molly. And I tell you, I, I'll give you an example of how. You know, say I went and watched episode one. In episode one, um, the, it was a, it was an issue of it was a thing of it was a thing of Lawrence, right? So as they were setting up the little the little mixer thing that she was having in that episode, um, Molly she came to Issa as an equal, was asking like because Lawrence was back in the picture. This is when they found out that Lawrence was just was messing around with Condola, and um, she she asked Issa like, "Yo, should Andrew ask Lawrence? Should, should Andrew ask? Um, should, excuse me, should um, should Andrew ask if Nathan should come? And 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 Issa was like, "No, don't do that." And Molly was like, "Cool, I'm not gonna do that." You know what I'm saying? And I think the inst- the instance between Nathan, and it was a good callback. Think about this new episode. Uh, Issa asked Molly, "Yo, can I ask Andrew for a favor?" She said, "No, you can't do this." I he got this new thing, and that's the thing with Molly. The entire show, not just this season, was about Molly's insecurities about her and her relationship statuses. You know, saying how she can't keep a man and all this other stuff. You know, saying she finally finds a man, and she's not trying to mess that up, especially over a friend that they're not seeing eye to eye with. You know, saying the key thing right here is boundaries. Like Molly set a boundary. She, like she said, no, y'all keep trying to say that she did. She said she didn't want to be involved. No, she said no. You can't. You can't do it. So Issa, not respecting Molly, said, "F that. I'm gonna try a different way of getting what I need." You know what I'm saying? Which she did. And it all happened behind Molly's back. You know what I'm saying? That's where Issa is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and it's, it's a recurring thing. You know what I'm saying? And like Molly, you know, she, she's never really told Issa no. She's helped Issa out all the times. She's helped her out at events. When she went through her thing with Lawrence, she, Issa came and stayed at her crib, wore her clothes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Molly, you know, Molly's always treated her with respect. You know what I'm saying? You know, and it came to head. You know, Issa was trying to say that Molly was a mess, and I'm like, yo, and that's when Molly's like, do you hear yourself? Like, you're the like you was just crashing on Daniel's couch not that long ago. How are you gonna call somebody else a mess? You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing with Molly. Molly, Molly's never looked at Issa. Molly never acted like she was better than Issa, but that's been a thing of the season. Issa legit thinks she's better than Molly to the point where she doesn't even have to listen to what Molly says, and that's what makes the whole thing with getting a favor from Andrew so disrespectful. I think you're, I, if you're, t- can't, can't but if you're talking no. about, if you're talking about boundaries, you could go back to last season where um, Nathan showed up to Issa's house to, for her birthday and Molly told him, Molly told him to leave and then never told Issa. So it's like, they have done things to each other that they're not happy with. Like, I feel like you're just making it seem like Issa is like such a, like, horrible person and she just shits on everybody throughout all these seasons she and she just she, deserves she, she is. that's a whole yeah but they're they that's a whole nother that's a whole nother re- conversation it's like in their friendship they they have both been wrong in situations and i, and I, I do believe say that oh they it, yeah but that's it's, but that's reality though like they're both they're both but that, they're both yeah, wrong but that I can th- be I think, reality i think we should be, people I think we should be able be to pin you don't have to pick pinpoint who's wrong and the other person but why not but why not 
You don't well, have no, because because it's two people can be wrong in a situation and it could be and you can um highlight that. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Oh, no problem. And I think that was the biggest part. Like at the end of the day, it was just the wrong time to have that conversation. No, I, but but I can't. I, like that I whole can't be mad at that, that whole conversation shouldn't be, be had. I told you no. Like we're clearly beefing. Like I told you no, and you did something anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like it, like like I said, I think it's just a respect thing. If you if you look if you look through all the episodes, like Issa has been out of pocket. Like she's been out of pocket this season. I guess this was just a cherry on top. Could she have picked a better place? Sure, but can we really be upset at her for what Issa did? For being her being mad at what Issa did. That and that's my issue that I'm taking with most people. Oh, you don't want to see a win out of But Molly's always been there for Issa. This is the one time Issa, Molly said, No, Issa, I can't do this for you. Issa should have just respected it and tried harder. But like Molly said, Issa uses people. She uses people to get things, to get the things she wanted, to get the things she want. You know what I'm saying? She hides behind this timid, you know, sort of shy, awkward persona. But she's actually, like, to be real, she's the villain hey, of the show. Wrong, we're going to keep it clean. Like, the, like in, in episode one, fucking, like I said, like I said the show is called Insecure. But out of everybody on the show, Molly's the only person who puts all her insecurities out on the table. But she gets laughed at. People make fun of her. You know what I'm saying? How many jokes we hear about, you know, Molly not being able to keep a man? You know what I'm saying? Episode one, Molly tells Issa, like, yo, I think there's something wrong with my vagina. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with me? And what does Issa do? She goes on stage and starts rapping broken pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, she thinks Molly's a fucking joke. And I think this was just the last straw. Like, you're not going to fuck up the one good thing that I have. Like, that's it. That's her, that's her arc, her trying to find a good relationship. She finally has one. And she's not trying to fuck that up. And what does she do? She go behind her back and gets favors from her without her knowing. Like, when are we going to hold Issa accountable for the fuck shit that she does? That's the reason why I hate that whole, oh, they're both wrong. Nobody ever holds Issa accountable. It's always Molly the one that's the bad friend. Why are you so mad? Because I want y'all to address this shit. You just want people. You just want people to agree with you, and you're mad when people don't agree with you. You have to get over that. Tell me where I'm wrong. Tell, just tell me how I'm wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Molly, my point exactly. Only Molly was wrong. Yeah, I'm over this combo. I don't think I don't think Molly was exactly. the only one wrong. I thought they both did some fucked up things um i'm not disregarding i thought it was just the wrong time wrong place i thought you know like molly took it a little extreme like because that tension was built up so i think that was important to kind of note like there was tension there that they didn't address yeah, like and other would, shit that was done that they kind of was just like all right if they were had i ain't gonna say nothing to her you know about this but she helps she helps her but she helps her she helps her friend out all the time and the one time she asked her friend to relax I'm not fucking with my. If I'm not fucking with my, really, I'm not Molly fucking fucks with my married men. So. Don't ask me. Can't ask, Molly fucks married men, so no one cares what, her, what she feels like. For here, you're over there, and that's what it is right now. Give it time. And Molly was wrong. Just give it time. What's yeah. the problem with just giving shit time? You said what? No, she's Issa's still her friend. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not to contradict myself. Yeah, you just, okay. just contradicted yourself. Her being there, her, her, her being there, her being there should be enough. Should be all she needs from Molly right there. Just her being there. That should be enough. That should be enough. Her being there should be enough. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I mean, there's still, 
So why not help your friend out? Like, okay, pe- really. best friends beef all the time. That doesn't mean I'm not gonna help you. <laughs> so, friends help each other. That's what a friendship. You help your your help friends so- when they need help. What is the big deal that she so how, like? No, okay, said, when she gets said, on repeat, maybe she. Boundaries. It's boundaries. It's called boundaries. Like if I'm over here, you're over there. Just don't ask me for nothing. They're always, they're always gonna be at the same places. They're still friends. You know what I'm saying? Like her attending her party, that's still a form of support. You know what I'm saying? But still, like asking for is like, come on, like. Okay, then Maya should have went. I mean, we just had an argument. I'm not trying to help you right now. Then maybe Maya should stay home. You looking? To, you shouldn't be hitting up my man for favors. Exactly. <laughs> I'm saying, just, just, ask, just ask yourself. You know, say if you and Brittany stop talking, if you and Brittany stop talking for a while, you know, say no, how would you feel? Deep, if Brittany hit up your man for a favor, stay away. So she should have stayed away. You just said that. Have we ever stopped talking I don't think we ever stopped talking. Have we? I'm just Tamara. That's enough. She really just said she should stay away. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's, it's some, sometimes it's just that. Simple, All right, listen. You know guess I'm, what? We don't agree like with you. So, like, I'm okay. So the like, boundary should be: I'm not fucking no, right now. It really, come, it really comes down to that we have and two, that we have two separate opinions, and it's okay. You are never going to convince us to agree with you, and it's okay. Right. Is not you. Like not y'all. Brandon. That's Brandon is tapped out. He, Brandon's not even paying attention. Um. Oh, no, I'm, I'm here. Danny doesn't like to get blindsided. <laughs> so he's just right. I, 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 right. I was thinking Brandon was about to come with some. Uh, I thought Brandon was going to come with like a hot take that just shut us shut us all down or some shit. He's he's known for doing no, that I, from time to time. No, I, I do have thoughts, but I'm I'm, I'm behind on, I'm behind I, on the show. I Issa for who she really is in the show. I just see Easter for who she really is in the I can see Molly. Molly tells us who she is. That's the thing. Issa hides who she is. And that's the, that's one of the brilliant things of the fucking show. Issa, like, Issa, like I said, Issa's the real villain of the show. She's Heisenberg. If you really look at it, she's scoring just about everybody on the show. Okay, but she's scoring just about every person on the show. Like, she's scoring Lawrence. She's scoring Daniel. Fuck in. She's scoring Molly just now. She, like, she's she, scoring she Daniel. Fuck, she's scoring the people. She's I, scoring the people at her job. I think there's a... Well, she got him at the... Yeah, she got him at the the when he went to the job or something to that event yeah. with the kids. Like she like she done a lot of fucked up shit in the show and nobody holds her accountable because she, it's her name. Like you know what I'm saying? Like because she's the star of the show. She was like, "You're just an itch I wanted to scratch." <laughs> okay, oh, and she told him. But it was it was pretty yeah, fucked. I mean, it was, it was pretty when you, fucked when up. You say she, 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 I think Paul, you just don't like her. Accountable. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I've so never said that to anybody. That's fucked. Um, that's what I, I'm listening. Right. Okay, now we're having a conversation. No, now we're having a conversation because that's what it is. Not really. So listen, when you say she wasn't held accountable, what do you mean by that? When she wasn't, yeah, you want like, to die like, or something? Jeez. Been, like, the repercussions. There's no villain. Should, it's a comedy. Like, yeah, like, should she go to jail? You, should she be penalized? No. Like, what, what, how was she held accountable? I'm looking at no. I'm looking at I'm looking at how the show was received. Like when you look at the comments on Twitter, it, everybody throws the blame towards that's everybody else except that's that's two, that's two different things. How people respond and then how the character um, deal, ha, responds to a consequence on the show. Those are two different things. 
So are you upset with how people are you upset with, with the character and how she's going? Or are you upset with how people are responding Both. to the he's, character? He's, he's, I he's upset with I don't, how people are responding and he's upset people don't agree with him. So, so, yeah. so, so, so he's upset because, 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 because people still go out of their way to help Issa. That's another way of not holding her accountable. And I'll bring up listen, listen, doc, doc, listen, doc, listen. There's an, and there's an, and there's another thing I want to bring up too. It was I, from watching the first episode and shit. Like it was it was like a comment that Molly said to Issa that was very like uncomfortable to Issa. It was some real shit. It was some <laughs> real friend to friend shit. It's just Issa didn't see it coming. It's when she um the whole thing about Condola and Lawrence came up and Molly told her straight up mm-hmm. about her reservations. Like yo, I don't think that's a good idea. And Molly okay. and Issa was like. No, we're good. We're going to make it happen. This and third. And Molly was like, well, as your friend, I'm just letting you know, I don't think it's a good idea. And it seems like you're welcome in the mess. And she legit said. Exactly. Right. Right. But that's the thing. Molly's the only, Molly's the realest person he's on not, the show. And I feel like people don't see it. He's upset and that we don't what see who that's, that's what I have an issue with. I, I think you give him. I think you give him Molly too much credit because I think Molly is full of shit. I think you guys need to go watch. The show. I think you guys need to go rewatch the show. Paul, if I need Molly, to help, you're Molly, not help Molly me. puts up this really tough act. Like she's this real bad bitch, but behind behind the scenes, like listen, she was caught, she was all tangled up over having this whole open relationship, saying how she wasn't going to catch feelings, and she turned around and caught feelings. Right. Like she's always getting like mixed up. Like she's not perfect either. Right. She, like, no. She, I never. She, I never. She. she for, I never said. Exactly. I never said she was. She never said Molly, she was Molly, Molly. Molly. Molly has been presented as being someone who looks down on Issa. No, she doesn't. No, she has That is a lie. Friends, it is the other way around. I said that. The other way around. It is the other way around. That's how you saw it. But how I've seen the show, I've always seen it as Give me an instant. Give me an instant. Give me an instant. But honestly, like that's prepared for this. Way too much credit. You can't do that. I've got, that's his move. Got that's his move. I've got plenty of differences where Molly looks down on when Wait, you looks prepared. down on Molly. You were prepared. I wasn't. You said what? She had a lot of issues. Yeah, because you were prepared for this conversation. I wasn't. Yeah, I've been so talking about this shit all for the last three days. That's why. Does it? Like, no. Listen, I, 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 she, I don't think she, it's. Well, well, that, that's it. I don't think you're saying anything new. She's fucking a married man. And I don't. Like, I just don't think it's fair to say that East is the villain. Like, I don't think. I think that's really like unfair. She literally went on stage episode one and started rapping "Broken Pussy" after Molly laid out all her feelings. That's a villain move. That was a misstep. That was a misstep on Issa's part. That was a villain It was a minor misstep. Daniel, he was an itch. He needed to scratch. Listen. She's, that's still that's still making fun of her fucking pain. That's 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 Molly's whole art. The fact that she can't find love and she goes on stage and make a joke out of it. That's a fucked up move. I mean, she definitely did write a rap about Molly saying that. Her the pussy first was episode. That's where the, it came from. The, I mean, that is kind of that is episode. that is. Yeah, he been lit. <laughs> but we're not talking about that. I'm we're just not talking about that. <laughs> but that is, and they deleted yeah. the video off the internet. Yeah, people always coming through for Issa. Issa's no, a manipulative person. If y'all go back and really look at the show, she's a very exactly. manipulative person. She's a wolf. She's a wolf and sheep's. This guy is she's a wolf and sheep's. Yes, I want to have this conversation. I'm she is a real villain. I'm going to get on boxing with this shit. 
Bye, guys. <laughs> so before we we we. we <laughs> um, first of all, um, she, first of all, she did. First right. of all, she did go on stage and rap. Let's but, say, um, before you rap go, that, but she never later, said Karen. Molly. Oh, go ahead. Who the fuck knew? She's gone. That was um, Molly. Except for Molly. So, I guess we can move on. Um, you also had on a six nine before we. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to get too much into like the whole six nine thing. We already know what it is. It's just some interesting happened like today. It came out, and I just want to know what y'all thoughts about it. About like six nine. Yeah, six nine trying right. to donate to um, Molly got uh, over there. Uh, you know the to hungry kids and them turning it down. I know you said before exactly. like not all not all money is good money. So I was like, <laughs> so like I was like, oh know God. y'all thoughts on that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I understand. Yeah, I understand why they did it. I don't think that should get involved in I'm still a here. donation. Like, his beef is with the streets and what public opinion. I mean, uh, he did. I mean, you t- he is a registered. He is a registered pedophile. Yeah, I guess that. He is a registered. Yeah. Like, it's, that's what yeah. I get. I registered get why it happened. But it's, it's still like a. It's, I feel. So that would be the reason why I wouldn't take the money is because you're a registered sex offender. I mean, that's kind of like, that's like that's against, uh, against uh, the agency's uh, mission. Or oh, yeah, about the like money? It, I just feel like, it's, I feel yeah. like, I feel like it's another instance where he put another, you put other people in the lose, like this feel like a lose-lose situation for that organization because it's like, oh, if you take this money, you're taking money from a sex offender who fucking, you know, he's a criminal, known criminal, he put hits out on people. I mean, I think it's, stuff. But Obviously, they're getting like, money from other but places. But if you don't like, take I don't the think money, they're that dire need. They're going to them down. But look what he represents. Why would they, like... Like, what, think- like oh, what if what people do? That, that, That's the response? Yeah, that's like yeah, it's like that's for, like it's, it's it's just a rock and a hard place between them. I like would it would it have behooved them to? Yeah, like, but if they don't want a money, certain don't know, look on their organization, then to be in the same sentence. But like, and isn't he a sex offender? But we're talking about Takashi well, here. No. Like, yeah, uh, and he has kids. He don't. He's clearly doing himself. it for himself. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, it just puts them in a weird situation. Yeah, he's probably never gonna see that kid ever again. <laughs> yeah, it's no reason for him yeah. to see his kid. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. I originally didn't have him because of because of that shit. I think it's just. I guess the only interesting thing of, about it. I did, I didn't I listen to it either. It. Yeah, I passed. Yeah, yeah, I'm interesting. The thing about it is like how fast he got integrated into like it makes you like all those people behind him is nasty, you know, the label, everybody. He he could have donated anonymously, they obviously see the dollar signs, and it's like the same shit. It's like exactly, so are you doing it for some of the kids with a different group of people behind Mm -hmm. him? Because they definitely could use him to generate this money. There's no other reason why he could go worry about taking care of his own child. That's just crazy, right. Yeah, if they like, you know, say like he's probably gonna end up getting fucked in the long run anyway. Because like I think they're they're in a position where they can name whatever. I don't, like, they can pay, I don't know they why can I wish whatever they feel like paying. You know, what I'm saying they've given him a lot of money right now, but what's to stop them from saying, "Yo, we're only gonna give you X amount of dollars he's for disgusting. your content here"? Like, you know, what I'm saying like, who else? You and that song to? is hot garbage. They're gonna work him dry. They're gonna work him until he can't work no more. I saw I mean, a clip on Instagram. I didn't download it. Like he can't even leave his house. You know what I'm saying? So. 
you know, that's, you know, that's the sad, that's, that's the tragic part for him. You know, I don't want to look at him as a tragedy, but like, that's just the reality. Yeah. And he's not in witness protection. I've read that yeah, I don't he think wasn't. He is. That he's well, he he's on he's on house arrest. He's on house arrest. Yeah, he probably yeah, he probably had to get permission from his probation officer and that that shit up. Well, he's obviously protected. When no, well, he doesn't have security. Like, there's nobody that's gonna work for him. Uh, people work for money. People work for money. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna have security. Somebody's gonna do it for money. Yeah, everybody does shit for money. That is true. <laughs> do a little something strange had, for uh, change. They had to move him I mean, because I mean, he I mean, posted a picture and they had to move his location like, or something like that. I think about like the 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 domino effect of this. You know, what I'm saying not to get too much into no, like, he is. like how well, kids I receive really him now, but he's about how kids not caring about the whole street element. I read that after he shit. posted that picture, they had to move him because you know, people could find him. To run to in law enforcement more, like say say a white kid from the suburbs gets sold bad weed, would that be like? I don't know. I think oh, he needs. I think he's a witness protection. Guy is cool. Oh, okay. Either way, he has mad security. I don't. I don't, I I don't think so much. All right, so I don't think kids are so much in like. No, there's a picture on the internet when he walked out. When I he was think walking that like a lot of kids like, like this whole trolling, like lifestyle, and like way of communicating is like how a lot of kids like communicate and like they Someone's look to him. They look at him for all that shit. No, we're like that's what they we're also, admire. We're also in a soft generation because there's a lot of kids trying to. Only fan. You know the kids who who did. That's who, what I'm saying. Yeah, but but I think that's what I'm saying. Like uh, the way they look at what he's doing, like they see him as the good guy, right? Like it's it's fucked up, it's weird, but they see what he's doing. Not so much the music, but just like that, like this this trolling that he does. Like that's what these kids are fucking clamoring to. Like I got a couple kids that I work with that like no lie, no bullshit. I almost like choked. Like I saw one of their like I saw one of their posts and they were like, six nine is our Tupac and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and this is a kid. Last week, kid last week, NBA was, young boy was their Tupac. This is this is what this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just saying, listen, I know it's absurd, but it's just like holy shit, like like this guy has fucking like he's got pull amongst these young kids, and I don't know. Here's the I don't know how long it's gonna last. I don't know if it's sustainable, um, but I mean, right now in this moment, like they are eating his shit up. Like yeah. they love that he's fucking yeah. out. And <laughs> yeah, and I think we already gave him too yeah, much air time. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 move on to actual yeah. greatness. Let's talk about this Jordan, the last dance. These last couple episodes. Yeah, this is a great documentary. It's got to win tons of awards. It, it will it's tons. Of- <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of emotion in yeah. it. I mean, my favorite part is still. Him laughing at everybody <laughs> once he sees the iPad of their comments against him, like and and the fact that he uses any type of motivation to generate yeah. beef. I mean, there's nothing funnier. That is the funniest part of the whole series is that he picks fights that's not even there, like LeBrad Le Smith. Smith. Like, that poor, <laughs> that poor motherfucker. 
Like he didn't even know <laughs> Jordan. He didn't say anything to Jordan. And Jordan was like, yo, his ass is mine next game. Yeah, you know how right. he's got to be to be like, yeah, well, like, why is he coming at me like this for? <laughs> right. Yeah. And didn't know Jordan made up an imaginary beef in his head. Like, yo, this nigga's looking at me too hard. Like, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan is funny. I mean, like, everybody was a yeah. mark to him. Jordan, I mean, like, calling his teammates a hoe is just like the wildest thing to me. <laughs> like, the level yeah, of disrespect yeah, I mean. for a grown man <laughs> that you got to work with that you were on the team with to refer to them as a hoe in anger and them not step to you and be like, nigga, what you saying? How, how do you think like, fuck. how do you think Alan Iverson feels watching this? Justify. Because <laughs> that nigga had a terrible work ethic. No, he doesn't feel justified. I think he feels like a dick because he's like, yo, maybe if I worked hard and was the like hardest worker in my, I could have motivated my team and once he did work hard, he just wasn't he just yeah, wasn't I'm as si- good a teammate. He did work hard though. I believe he worked hard. The nigga he said that have- he was, was that he didn't want to go to practice. Jordan literally, that's where he did his best work with. Jordan was I like was, I was oh, had no help. You think that fucking Horace Grant was like worth a damn? <laughs> like Jordan had to who craft else, and mold the these guys. Who else played on that damn sixer? He team. had like to kill no, he wasn't winning shit. Like a he good, wasn't winning like shit. Like the with guy Eric made Snow. the finals. <laughs> Right, right. You don't need, but like Eric Snow was better than Steve Kerr. Like, okay. are you guys kidding me? Like, no, I'm taking Steve like, Kerr. Over. That I'm sorry. nigga I'm had saying, a team that went. Today's NBA game. In today's NBA game, I'm taking Steve Kerr. Over We're not Eric talking Snow. about today's NBA game. See, that's no, no, okay, no, no. All right, no, it's are not trying to be I'm funny. Like, you're trying I'm to sorry, get jokes off. Like, no, I'm not trying to get jokes. Like, at realistic, the end of the day, realistically, Steve Kerr would be better today. Realistically. We're not talking about today. Steve, we no, talk about when they played. Steve Kerr was ahead, in shit. Ahead. They actually played in the league the same time. You got to realize when when Jordan was winning championships, his last championship was 98. Iverson was already in the league a couple years. Right. The nigga didn't want to go to practice. He wanted to be a thug. You know okay, what I'm saying? Like, he well. was on the street. And now he's watching this shit, and he's probably like, damn. Like, like there's a lot of players that's getting motivated watching this shit. That's just like... That's how you generate, you know, that that type of mentality with everybody in your team to resonate. If you listen to all their their interviews and they're like, yo, Jordan was like the hardest worker in the gym. The the one thing they constantly said was just like, he just didn't realize that we just didn't have the God-given talent that he had. Yeah, right. That was the one thing that it was like, yo, we could work as hard as you in the gym, but at the end of the day, you're Michael Jordan. Like, you was given a gift that nobody else was given. And, like, yes, that ethic was the reason why you actually won championships because it was, like, he didn't know how to give up. And everything was, like, he generated these beefs in between games. So he made a game within a game. Like, it was just, like, oh, this person's talking shit. Like, they basically say George Carl went to dinner, mm-hmm. didn't acknowledge Jordan, and all of a sudden, that was his ass. Yeah. He was on a list. Like, he was, like, he was basically a Chris Jericho. He was walking around with a fucking yeah. list. <laughs> Like he was, that's your, that's your ass. Like, did, like, what did George Carl really do? <laughs> no, no, like, at least we know he's alive. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's pretty much it. It's like you're breathing. You're in the same room as me. You gotta die. Yeah. With the <clears throat> to bring you back to the Iverson point, I looked at it not from like the not from more like a worth ethic standpoint. I looked at it as from like a teammate standpoint. 
because Iverson always had the rep of just being a bad teammate. So that's how I looked at it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jordan, he, like I said, he looked at how Jordan treated his teammates and, like, not to get ahead, but to, like, the, the ending when he was about to cry and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I really wanted this shit. I, like, I felt that's how Iverson felt. And, like, that's why I say he probably looked at it and said, you know what? So what? I was a dick to my teammate. You know what I'm saying? I, I wanted to win too. You know what I'm saying? But Iverson was emotional too. Like, he was in, a like, lot of he was emotional. No, but I feel like watching him play, like, he was really, like, who? Joel Embiid. Oh, the Sixers guy. Yeah, Joel Embiid cries because Rihanna won't return his text messages. I, I mean, that is yeah. crap. <laughs> I mean, this nigga, like, he cried. Jordan cried because he's watching interviews of people just basically talk about how he was a dick in practice. And he was like, if you didn't want to play that way, then don't play. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he was hurt by the just, like, I fucking worked hard. And he said that. I didn't ask him to do anything I wasn't willing to do. Like, that was a part of the clip that we're forgetting to, to mention. That was the key yeah. part of the clip. I never asked them to do anything that's that the, that's I wasn't the line to do. That's the All line the cut of, scenes they show him in practice. That's the line of the entire documentary. That is the best line in the entire documentary. He was running faster than all of them. He was working harder than all of them. And he was in his 30s. Like, he was the one that was still playing hard in practice. Like, everything... Like, they talk about him in Space Jam. And this nigga's running three-hour fucking scrimmage games yeah. while he's filming a movie because he just loved yeah. it. He was a machine. He was a fucking machine. Not only was he doing scrimmages, but he was playing against fucking all-stars. No, well, fucking the- uh, well, I was like a few here and there, but a lot of, a lot of like, rookie and up-and-coming guys, like Jawan Howard was there, like, you know, among other guys. Still, uh, I, can, I consider him a star. Yeah, he he yeah. he was try, he was try, he wasn't like he wasn't pulling back any punches. He wanted to play with up. And, no, he, he wasn't the best. Sharp. He, he wanted had, to sharpen his. Yeah, Ramen out there. Yeah, yeah, uh, Miller. Um, yeah, I don't want to hear guys. I don't want to hear guys I mean, complain about LeBron doing that with guys in the summer ever again. <laughs> exactly, or LeBron, LeBron posting work. Though. Yeah, but LeBron posting workout videos or being at practice five thirty in the morning. It's like, oh, he's just showing off. It's like, is right? he? I mean, I, we live in a different era. I don't think Michael Jordan, even if he was in this era, would be posting his practices. Maybe Hell no, he wouldn't, be on social, he wouldn't be on social media. Yeah, I think Jordan was just a beast, he, but he was always in the gym. And everybody that says that was like, they lost, he was in the gym the next yep. day. Um, he's no different. I mean, he has that mentality. LeBron has that mentality. I think the difference is LeBron ain't win the championships. And a lot of, some of those faults are his. I mean, LeBron he definitely gave... Yeah, he he has he has a few. There's two that he should have. He should have two more than what he has. No. Like you're not supposed to lose the Spurs. That's he's also opening. No, he's, the also, Spurs is the, he's also opening. The Spurs was the better doing, like charity work that Jordan doesn't want to do. So. The Spurs was the better team that the Spurs was that better was the better team that if you can argue the Spurs should have won both of those. The only one, the only one he really gave. Yeah, away they should have definitely won the first one. Yeah, the only one that he sh- the only one that that he actually gave away was the was the Dallas series. But all but all his other but all his other um. Um, finals appearances, they were they were the underdogs, except for the Miami, the first one against the Spurs. Every other finals, they were they were the underdogs. Like like all of Jordan, like all of Jordan's final appearances, he was always the favorite to win. You know, what I'm saying LeBron was only the favorite to win out of like what out of nine to out of out of what nine appearances, he was only the favorite to win twice. You know what's funny about the documentary? People still find time to bring a LeBron on the timeline while watching the show. Because that's just yeah. how people think. I can't. I mean, like I said, Le- I mean, I I like to bring up Steph Curry to throw yeah. him for a loop. 
just out of nowhere. Like Remember Steph Curry was the big thing for like yeah. two years? And like, I don't like, I never liked him. You'd be hard pressed to, to hear like three people talk about him in the in right. circle. That was another thing too. Like, like you know, like shout, like shout to the shout to the ringer. We get we give them a lot of a lot of impress. But like when you look at Jordan, and this isn't me trying to take away from Jordan. Jordan is still that's still Jordan. But unlike you know, that's the reason why I, was, I think today's game is more advanced, is better. You know, saying LeBron has a bunch of guys who's vying for like the solid number two, if not the number one guy. There was never Jordan never had a clear number two. You know, saying it was Jordan, and then miles later there was the next guy. You know, so mean, like, like he he kept extending that lead. I mean, there's yeah. points in his career there was number twos around, and then he'll just like try to murder right. him once he got into his lane. Remember, remember I what? Mean, yeah, you remember remember the fucking whole extend. That's the difference between him and LeBron. He extinguished any beef. That's what he said. Like it was like, yo, there was talks about um Clyde Drexler being you know up there neck and neck with Jordan, and he was averaging like 27 that year. So yo, what did I Jordan do? Too hard. He made it his personal. Yeah. He made it yeah. a personal beef, and he was like, "I got to kill this guy." And and the funny thing is, Clyde Drexler actually had a decent playoff, like yeah. um, like finals. Like he was averaging like twenty five, but he like killed his right. vibe. Same thing with like Barkley. Barkley was the MVP that year, but he was just like, "I got to kill this dude," and then he stopped remember, being friends with him. Remember when? He, he remember, a, remember that? Remember that era killer. of Grant Hill being the next Michael Jordan? <laughs> Yeah, no. he was more of Scottie Pippen, you know. He, he they, was like they tried to say Penny Hard- They tried to say Penny nice Hardaway up. was going to be the next Michael Jordan. Remember the era, the eras. Yeah, but Jordan was like, I hated when people said that when right. Jordan was still playing. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's hard to say that. Like, they're not going to be the next. I mean, they said that when Kobe first came and Jordan was still playing. Like, I watched the All Star Game. They had it on. They have it on ESPN, um, the app, and they basically said that '98 game where Kobe is trying to go hard that game that he talked shit about him at the beginning. But they was like, oh, he could be the next Jordan. He has all the same, you know, skill set. Yeah. Hold on. This is a great documentary. And one of the big things about the documentary, and we didn't say it about Insecure because Insecure has it too. These are like some of the best, um, the music supervisor for both shows. Oh my God, I love the music. Killing it. Yeah, they've been killing it. Back to Insecure, shout to Nyrell. He had a placement with a Kamaya song on the last episode. I know I actually hit him up today. Um was chatting about that. Um so shout yeah, shout out to Nyrell. Doing his I'm thing. Yeah. But that's the one good thing about um Insecure. They just like they're not spending a ton of money on the budget of for music. They may get one decent, like notable song, but a lot of the other shit just be like some bangers that you don't know about that you're gonna go look up the artist and it's good for her because it's like I'm gonna put artists on my platform. It's an LA vibe. It's always something that fits the vibe. Like it's perfect music for whatever's going on, mm-hmm. and and she's not blowing a ton of budget money. And I know that what, I, I love Billions, the show. But oh my thing, god, I'm, I just finished season four. I started season five today. Yeah, one of the big things that they do is they spend a lot of money on their music, but they get big name artists and they get a lot of like they get a lot of cameos. Music. Yeah, they spend a lot of money on that, but. Issa does her thing and she's not blowing a budget on that. But I do like the music on um um the Jordan documentary. I think it was it's a great song choices. There's gold. It's it's just all of them, even the earlier in the season when they had um L O Cool J I'm bad. Um perfect. This is all ironic given how Jordan hates rap. Yeah, that's my favorite part. 
He's not a big fan of black people, period, so. He fucking, nah, he loves black people. Don't say that. Um, He just doesn't yeah. like rap. Nah, Jordan, Jordan's a sneaky black supporter. Like, he doesn't like to be, like, because he got to cater to his businesses. But I think Jordan, he, he look at his, every business that he owns. No, check this out. Check this out. You know, every you, business that Jordan owns, all his executives are black. Yeah. I promise you. Know you know who won't hide that? You know who doesn't hide their blackness? Steph Curry. LeBron. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't think Steph Jordan Curry's hides what? his blackness. I think he just I doesn't Jordan, exploit it. I think Let's Jordan might be that. easy enough for the whole rap thing because he's like, he's real cool with Travis Scott. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you were seen rocking the Travis Scott ones. You know what I'm saying? He's been flicking it up with him. So, you know, and plus, I they think he has fucking he, shoes. I think he hired Travis Scott. <laughs> right. Like, I think he hired Travis Scott and fucking Drake to like perform like at his son's birthday party or some shit. Why would they? Why would he do that? He doesn't fucking care. They you don't hire them. They just show still, up. Still, like, still though, I think he ain't paying them niggas. I wouldn't pay them. <laughs> would you pay them? I'm fucking if Michael I'm Jordan. Deep, deep, it's probably a, a drop in the bucket for him. I probably, still, they probably like, won't like, charge him. He would probably, bet probably do them as something a like, "Yo, if you, yeah, if you make a jump shot, I'll fucking pay you." Like everything Jordan does is a bet. Or yeah. I'm sure Drake Drake looks like a guy that talks shit and was just Drake like, looks like a guy that just happened to be there, so yeah, that too. But oh, I'm sure Drake has his own Jordan one on one. Drake has his own Jordans too. It's too bad we haven't seen Jordan rock any of Drake's Jordans because they oh, trash. <laughs> Drake doesn't even rock Drake's Jordans. <laughs> I didn't know trash. he had Jordan. He has two. Three. Two or three. He, he has, has a couple eight, actually. He has, he has more two, than two or three. He has eight. A lot. He has twelve. There's too many Jordans. Yeah, he has yeah. 8s and 12s, really. That's about it. And they let Travis have whatever he wants. And, yeah, and some 10s yeah, and 10s. Yeah, yeah, and they were all bum juice. And then he got, yeah. <laughs> no, bum juice. Yeah. yeah, he's, yo, Drake is a wild dude. Drake has no style, and one day we're going we're gonna to yeah. get to that. But, like, we got we to do it articulately, because I'm not trying to sound like a hater doing it. <laughs> but, yeah, but that conversation is coming. Yeah, that has yeah. to be thought that out. Conversation but, is yeah, coming. that has to be thought out. There's a lot of them. Like, there's a conversation right. with Fab that what needs about to be style? had. Yeah. Jim Jones. I would rock with Jim Jones. I have my reasons. <laughs> <sighs> Nothing was worse than Jim Jones showing a bunch of general releases in the closet <laughs> with pride. <laughs> you got to realize, he had, like, the skinny fucking, like, Daisy Duke jeans that covered his sneakers. He didn't, like, you know, or he'd be, like, ACGs. Like he wasn't a sneaker guy, so I'm like, I'm not really mad at that. But he tries. Yeah. That's the funny part. He does. He's been well, trying he for a while. Like, like I know he fucks now. with some store. He they probably pay him for that shit. You know what I'm saying? GBNY, yeah. yeah. the store that gets the shit up that falls off the truck. Where's your crab? You finished with it? <laughs> right. Jim is funny. Jim's funny. We'll talk about that later. I, I don't want to talk about it now, but we definitely get to Jim because Jim's style is mm-hmm. funny. You know, and he's not changing. Yeah. Like that's what I like about Jim. He's like, I'm gonna wear. My fucking true religion jeans <laughs> to the, that, and, that, Ro- and, and Robins <laughs> to the <Right>. fucking diet. <laughs> um, so yeah. I think we covered everything on the list. Doc, you got any parting words before we go? Um, before we do, we got to send out a big congratulations to Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj, number one record in the country. Woo woo! <laughs> Who they beat this? Who they beat this week, Doc? Doc, who I, they beat this week? 
I've never heard that song yet. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I haven't. I don't listen to garbage. So. <laughs> who, who did they beat this week, Doc? Oh, Doc checked. Doc checked out. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't, know. I don't, know. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have a phone. It doesn't matter though. So. Because Nicki it Minaj, Nicki I mean, Minaj is always gonna be corny, and Doja Cat <laughs> made a song about being a cow. And. Did she show? Did she show her boobs? Yeah, that's the. That's, that's the only part where I'm mad at. I'm waiting for that. She promised to show she the world. She told y'all. So guess what? Y'all made that stupid song number one, and y'all haven't seen no titties. I never. <laughs> I've never even listened to that song. Yeah, man. That's just still a pretty good song. Like, I don't know why Doc be hating on that song. <laughs> that song is trash. Really. I've never heard it. Oh, you know the words too? Oh. I do. I I did read the lyrics. I, I read the lyrics and I've heard the um Nicki Minaj um alleged diss. And then I went back and I listened to Beyonce's lyrics, and I'm trying to figure out whose verse came first to know if it's a real diss. But it does sound. How you like gonna a how you gonna diss someone like Beyonce who brought you? <laughs> because because I explained this. I tried to explain this earlier, and I think it wasn't getting no traction. Females are just naturally yep. catty, so if they feel like somebody else is leaving them, just like we Beyonce will always leave her though. So we talk which... about insecure. It got catty on insecure because. Once Issa started doing the right thing and, and making moves in her life, then, you know, Molly was like, yo, she wasn't feeling that. It was no reason to hate on um, Issa, but it just felt like, oh, this is the vibe. This bitch thinks no, she's, she's what, better she, than me but that's, well, that's the she thing. Doing a couple no, but things. I was, like, and I think Issa was is, acting like, that's what I was trying to tell you. I don't want to bring it back like, to that whole thing. I'm just using that. I'm just trying to just do a little small com- callback. Back to, back to yeah, I'm just doing a small callback. But I think the same thing happened with Nikki and Beyonce, I think, like, Nikki was just like, damn, you know, like, I was rocking with her, now she's gonna rock with Meg Thee Stallion, she's gonna rock with somebody else. Yeah, but, um, but Nikki rocked with Meg Thee Stallion. So what is the yeah, reason? but that didn't do, that didn't really do her as good as she probably thought it was gonna do. Because the song wasn't that great. It tried, it had a good theme of sitting around. The only reason why it worked was because it was summertime. And- the caption. Yeah, yeah, more of a cat so, in the song. Nobody actually liked the song. Yeah, I don't really, I never cared for it really. And then you put Nicki Minaj on it, yeah, that's not fuck. And I think Nicki Minaj has been going through it. I think for some reason she just can't regain traction with her status of what she used to be. And a lot of it has to do with her attitude and just how she perceives herself in the music business. So she, of course she's gonna get mad at somebody like Beyonce or um you know, whoever. I, I don't think it's it's just. I don't know if it is a disc record, but I could. I wouldn't put it past Nicki Minaj to be upset at Beyonce still being able to do how she, move how she moved, and Nicki can't. I think it's a hundred percent a disc record for the simple fact that that Nicki hasn't denied it. You know, Nicki's always been outspoken regarding anything. If this if something this big, she would have said something already. So I think she's. She, I think she just knows it's out. Well, it does a bet. It. it it does her more of a um it's a better business move to say to not say anything because leave people speculating they just gonna go back and try to listen to it and be like, oh word? Yeah, it sound like because it does sound like it, but I'm not saying oh, I'm that gonna it say is. this. <laughs> <It was> definitely. <laughs> it's, I mean it's, like, it's just it's just too timely. Yeah. Like cause some, the songs are literally like days apart from each other. 
And then she was like, yo, check out my verse at the end. Like, she actually wanted yeah. people to, like, listen to that part. Yeah. Was it that Nikki? Yeah. Of course she did, because she's a fucking attention seeker. She loves mm-hmm. attention, though. And I think that, and, like, she's still pissed over, like, Cardi kind of taking her spot as this hip-hop, you know, uh, bomb-ass bomb woman, you know? It's like, hip-hop always has this one female that's there all the time. Like, even if they make a records or not, it's just they're the female. And right Cardi now, Cardi B is great. Cardi she still B has it with no, with no music. <laughs> with no music, which is crazy. And it probably pisses Nikki off. Like, this bitch is and not you know even what? making records. Cardi B's likable. And Nikki, you know what? You're not. Yeah, it's a, it's a personality thing. Her um, personality's trash. It is. It's been trash since she came into the game, though. I don't like her. That's like, we're giving her too much time to. Fuck her. <laughs> I wanted to bring it up. Oh, uh, this is yeah. I just wanted to like rub it in Doc's face. That's pretty much the only reason why I brought it up. <laughs> and in that part, I guess. Um, I guess yeah, that's, that's it. it. And I thought we were friends. We hate to, we hate to have you uh, leave on a bad note. Who's leaving on a bad note? You, you know, just what? knowing that Beyonce's oh, on the two. It don't affect me and don't sure. affect her either. So <laughs> you were going Positive. pretty, you were going, you were going yeah, pretty you... hard. But when it came out, dude was gonna like when the song crashed out, then he's like, "Oh, the power of B." <laughs> I was like, "Relax." <laughs> like it would. And so are you. I can show. I have the tweet. I have the tweet. I mean, I had. No, I gave her. I gave her. I gave her flowers. Ooh. But I was. But I, no, and you also like, said. You also said she's probably. Gonna, they're probably gonna be number one. Yeah. I, and I didn't think so. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't see the say so shit coming out. I, I didn't think say so. I knew say so was gonna be big. I didn't know it was gonna beat that. Like you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't hear anybody talking about the say so record as much as Beyonce hopping on the Savage remix. So you know what I'm saying? That's a, because no one cares about that damn song. It's a testament to TikTok. It's a testament to the to the fan bases. You know what I'm saying? TikTok. Yep. Yeah, Nikki's Nikki's fighting the fan base. Nikki still has a strong fan base. Like gays fucking love and Nikki. And so does Doja Cat, I guess. She has a yeah, she has a very strong fan base. That's the part I don't yeah, understand. Gays, like like gays Nikki's fans, the they attacked me one day for no reason. Yeah. It's it's Nikki fans and and uh, children and gay people. Gay like gay no, gay people, people no. love Doja. Nah, this is Nikki. a bunch of gay people. Let's just call it. No, uh, no adult professional female, no adult female really cares for Nicki Minaj. Like no, with a brain. It was a it was a gay dude because I clicked on his page and I was just like, damn, homie, like really, like I don't even think I went. I didn't even. I don't even think I said anything bad. I just dismissed something that they posted about Nikki. Yeah. And this nigga was like going in, and then mad people liked his comment, so I deleted mine. <laughs> That's how they like, I'll, so, I'll right. solve this problem. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, you know that happened to me too. That I posted something on a shade room about somebody, and like my comments were going on for two days straight. I'm like, bro, I don't even care this much. Let me just oh, delete nah. this comment. I was like, yeah, I, I just deleted. I make time. <laughs> no, I don't want all those notifications. Like, I make time for people. I, like I, I wrote about well, I, um yeah. <laughs> I wrote about um there's a post about New York and I wrote under like something about New York being trash and people were going in and just goes like well something 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 because it's crowded I said yeah I know where I live here like why are you talking to me it's just because I live here don't mean yeah. New York is not trash I'm still arguing with people yeah, from like crazy. on both Twitter and Instagram from like three days ago <laughs> I, like I make time for people. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't delete, cause that, that's what I thrive off I don't delete comments <laughs> as you as you guys can see. But shout out to Doja Cat. You know what I'm saying? I'm real proud of her. Like, what? Like, right, look so at the anyway, progression. Uh, been real, guys. <laughs> next week. Uh, not up for debate. <laughs> All right. Brandon, we're going to wrap this up. Bring it home. Brandon, you want to leave with any parting words? Um, I'm drunk. In the virtual room? I'm drunk right now. <laughs>
That's what I you just been doing the whole time. I see him drinking. I didn't know he was drinking out of fucking mug. Right. I didn't know if he was drinking liquor. I thought you yeah. were drinking right. hot That's chocolate. That's what it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca made me a Moscow mule. I think she might have roofied me. Oh, I do. Yeah. It's funny oh, that you shit. bring Baby gonna number get, two. Gonna be late. No, it's going to get lit. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought, two. I'm glad that you brought that up because I need you to text me a plug. I'm trying to smoke. Like I haven't smoked in a long time. And like now my work schedule, I get three full days off in a row. So I'm trying to like make the most out of it. Okay. I got you. I hit you off. Uh off. Yo, give him the plug you know to the mean? mushrooms. Okay, you got it. I still need my motor functions. <laughs> I still need my motor functions. Like <laughs> Why? You was be three days off. You get a mushroom on Monday. You be dumb. No. See, I thought that mug was filled with like Kool Aid right. or something. No, Kool Aid. I wouldn't. He's I would, over I would, here drinking out yeah. of the mug. You got like this. You got like the Star Wars mug from like the cantina scene. Sit <laughs> down. Anyways, um, peoples, good people. You guys too. Yeah. Be, be safe. Real. Keep it real. Be safe. Bye.